Do you have a particular talent? Perhaps you're good at dancing or always get top marks in your school tests. Maybe you're a soccer star or have passed all the music exams and give concerts in large halls to applauding crowds. You might have made some sort of tremendous scientific discovery, perhaps even a new planet, or made an invention that's been sold for thousands of pounds all across the world. Children can do all these sorts of things, although most do not. I'm going to tell you the story of a very talented girl. She had done not one, not two, but all of the things I just mentioned by the time she was ten. As a baby, she began to talk when other babies were still gurgling. She'd written a best-selling book by the time she was in primary school and went on to invent and discover and basically be everyone else all the time. She was so used to winning and coming first and finding things easy, she didn't even notice how grumpy people would be to find themselves losing against her yet again. The children at Toll Cross School uh, arrived on Monday morning to find jolly posters all around the hall. There was going to be a talent show. Posters went up on all the walls which read, School talent show, enter today, prizes to be won. There's no point entering at all, the children grumbled to each other. We all know who will win. Mr Bedford, putting up the posters with sticky tack, overheard them and thought they might have a point. If only there was something Taylor couldn't actually do. Taylor, of course, was excited at the chance to shine yet again and to win all the prizes yet again. She started to wonder which of her extraordinary talents she would choose and where she would place the trophy that she was sure to win. For all her talents, she wasn't very good at noticing when people were upset or putting herself in other people's shoes. She always won. Always would. It was just the way of the world. Taylor had a friend, or a sort of friend. It wasn't easy to keep friends when you kept being better than them. Taylor's sort of friend was called Dale. Dale put up with Taylor because she always knew the right answers to the tests, and Dale could copy them. Dale was not particularly talented, uh, but he did like to play keyboards and had a very nice electronic one at home. Dale would have liked a piano, but his dad said old Mary next door had enough problems and a piano would be a nail in her coffin. Are you going to enter the talent show, Dale? Taylor whispered as she idly sat waiting for the others to finish their worksheets. She'd completed them four weeks previously herself. I might, said Dale furtively. There's a new tune I'm learning. It's quite difficult, so maybe it'll impress the judges. I mean, I won't come first. No, obviously, Taylor said, but I might come second. I have to practice a lot, Dale went on. He did need to practice a lot, and because his dad was grumbling about the plinking and the plonking, and so Dale asked Mr Bedford if he could use the school piano at lunchtime. Mr Bedford thought that was a great idea. Dale cheerfully brought in his music book, and for days would settle down to practice and practice, slowly making progress as the day of the contest drew closer. Taylor listened, idly, as she walked to the dining room on her own, as usual. I mean, he wasn't bad, but his arpeggios were far too sloppy. He was overusing the pedals, and as for dynamics, what dynamics? She pointed all of these things out to Dale before she collected her lunchbox, but strangely, he didn't seem very grateful. Dale doggedly continued to practice and practice, and in time, he began to improve. 
It occurred to Taylor that she herself had never had to practice anything at all, as if by some strange sort of magic she just knew how to do things. Her brain clicked into action, and there she was, doing all these amazing, talented things. She wondered what it would be like to to practice something. But what? Dale wasn't the only one taking the talent show seriously. Despite knowing that there wasn't a chance to win, what with Taylor and her amazing repertoire, Lottie J, one year below, was planning to enter. As a keen footballer, she was going to do 100 keepy-uppies. Lottie J had seven brothers and sisters, and nobody ever really noticed her. Perhaps this would be her chance to shine. Coming second would be nice. She knew she wouldn't win. Taylor saw her practising as she sat on a bench on her own at break time. The other kids were cheering her on. It was a happy scene. There was no point joining in with the football or the running around games. She had to admit that people thinking you were talented didn't necessarily mean they liked you very much. Mr Bedford saw her looking a little thoughtful and came over to sit alongside. It must be interesting to have to practice something. I never needed to, said Taylor. Being a good sport is all about talent. Perhaps that's something to practice, Mr Bedford said, winking at her. I am good at sport, that's the trouble, Taylor said a little sadly. No, Mr Bedford went on, being a good sport means letting other people shine too. Giving them space to celebrate their achievements and not just hogging all the prizes, Taylor interrupted. Mr Bedford nodded. There you go. Looks like you can learn something new. After all, it'll just take a bit of practice. This gave Taylor lots to think about. The idea of not entering the show seemed impossible. She was purely the best at everything. Well, maybe not everything. Other children didn't sit on their own at break time or have to walk to the dining hall alone. Other children seemed to smile and laugh a lot more than she did. She began to think harder than she'd ever had to do. And by morning, she had a plan. The day of the talent show arrived and the school buzzed with excitement. A list of those who would be entering was placed on the headteacher's door. Everyone crowded around to see who would be taking part. Not winning, obviously, because Taylor would be sure to... But? Hmm. Taylor's name was not on the list. Questions fluttered through the crowd. Was she ill? Was she dead? Had the teachers already just given her the prizes because, well, she was bound to win? Taylor stuck to the back of the crowd, which was swirling with curious whispers. Why aren't you entering? Dale asked finally. I just thought maybe I should let other people shine for a change. To be a good sport. This left the children deeply baffled. Taylor had never, ever, ever in the whole of her illustrious and successful school career passed by the opportunity to come first, to win. Taylor shrugged and smiled. Dale beamed back happily and Lottie J skipped to class knowing that perhaps she might have a trophy or a round of applause for once in her life. She might be noticed. Mr Bedford found Taylor and was very pleased indeed. Well done, Taylor. That was a very kind thing for you to do. I suppose, in a way, I am still the best. The best at being a good sport. That's not really the lesson to take away, Taylor, Mr Bedford said. But I'm proud of you. You've actually learned something. You've had to try hard in a way that you haven't had to do before. Well done indeed. As he walked away, Taylor felt a happy surge bubbling up to her chest.
She was getting excited about the show now because it would really be a surprise to see who would win. And her sort of friends were now telling her that it was a really nice thing to do. And she suddenly saw how perhaps they could be real friends after all. Thanks for coming on a Story Quest with us today. If you enjoyed that episode, then make sure you subscribe to Story Quest or wherever you get your podcasts from to make sure you never miss an episode.